Champagne. Treva. And Lynn. And we're here to do our thing, as we do every week. Yeah. We are doing the book to movie adaptation of the Call of the Wild. <laughs> we will not be discussing every single version of this one, but yeah. we will discuss a few. Oh my gosh, how many adaptations are there of this movie? Eight. Me. Eight. Eight? Uh, eight. In total. I'm sorry, did you watch all eight? I did not. <laughs> We're probably going to hit about five of them in total, five or six, maybe less. Are they all called The Call of the Wild or are some movie. of them called Just Call of Wild? <laughs> so the most recent movie that uh, we'll be discussing, 2020 version, was directed by Chris Sanders and the screenplay was written by Michael Green. Uh, but before we get started on these book to movie adaptations, Lynn, what are we drinking today? We are drinking One Hope Rosé Wine from 2017. Um, we have mentioned this wine before mm -hmm. and the proceeds go to different charities and research, development, things like that. And this bottle goes to, oh, I'm sorry, it goes to educating 50 women on their risks and symptoms of ovarian cancer. Yeah. Oh, wow, great. Great pick, Lynn. I honestly love the One Hope brand because everything tastes delicious. So I didn't even read One what it was for. <laughs> One would hope. But I'm ching. But no, I actually love the mission also. The fact that they are yeah. they are the know, mission is great, but especially for us. every one that I've had, every different kind of wine tastes delicious. So yeah, this one's very I will tasty. continue to buy them no matter what the cause is and just give to charity. I mean, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, try their rosé wine. It's very delicious. Um, I don't know how much we're going to have left by the end of this podcast, but yeah. We're looking a little low now. Lolo. Lolo. You still had a little bit in that, in that glass back there if you want to go ahead and just pour them together. Hey, go ahead, double fist. Mind your business. Double All right. fist. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you want to work our way backwards? Yeah. Nice. Starting with 1935. So let's, I guess we have a 1935, we have 1972, 1976, and 1970. Oh, and 19, 1993 and 1997. 1993 and 1997. So, and that's not even all of them, but these are just the ones that we're going to touch on because we've watched those. And of course, 2020. Of course. The 1935 version where um, John Thornton was played by Clark Gable was very difficult for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> It was. I fell asleep and had to like rewind it back to where I was watching again and again because it's just the acting is just so different like from 1935. Father? Yeah. Father? I just I couldn't do it. Father thank you for the dog. Oh, would it be so petty of me to ask for your dog my father? I was like oh my lord help me. Yeah it was just it was a lot so um I kept falling asleep. So every time I woke up I'm like wait no I had to rewind it and then yeah basically started over like three times. But Clark Gable for that time was a very good actor. <laughs> I saw her walking back off. I was like, wait, why is this? I thought the belt just like was coming off. And then I'm talking about Clark Gable and then it's like full on frontal Rear. nudity. I was like, oh, okay. Yo, yo, how flash is a serious anytime you get fuck ass naked? It's real. I was over there to try to be it's real. quiet about it. And I was just like, I'm going to fake in this room. The struggle is real. Oh, dude, I was just like, wait, what happened? The struggle for all right, I got it together. I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was real right there. Okay, I'm sorry. 
Actually, you move forward, yes. people. Because I feel like you guys aren't serious about this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the one day she's a little bit focused. The one the time, time she's a little bit focused. <laughs> Obviously, somebody has to be the adult in the room today. And... <laughs> The 1935 version was difficult to get through. What do you guys think about the 1972 and the 1976 version? One point that I want to mention is 35 was spot on. Yes. Mm -hmm. It followed the book exact. Perfect for the book. It was, it's it's exactly what it was supposed to be. Great adaptation. Are you asking us because you didn't read them or? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I had some challenges. So the only older adaptation that I was able to watch was 1976, which I thought was a great adaptation i enjoyed watching the 1976 version so 72 was spot on as well that was charleston heston no, heston no it was spot on Mm-mm. what didn't you like they went from them grabbing buck straight to john thornton when it was two different people that was um had the sled so and he john, went through a couple of owners right, before he got exactly. to john this one, they jumped to, straight to John with him and another person driving the sled. Correct. Yeah. Him and that other guy. And their mouth was a little off on the movie. And I'm just like... The what? Their mouth wasn't matching. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, just feeling like... Like a Chinese stick. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like a Bruce Lee movie? Yes. Exactly. Okay. I think that was YouTube. It might have been, but either way. Um, I feel that the... Um, I guess the darkness, I feel like it was kind of grim compared to other adaptations of this book to movie. And the 72? But, yeah, the 72 was like, I mean, it was a little dark as in like the, the whole time it just seemed like Buck um, was never happy. So you, you don't mean dark as in appearance, you mean dark as in like mood? Sad. Was sad. Yeah. Oh, sad. And if you noticed, so if you started from the earlier version of 1935 and you moved away up, I think that was, if it wasn't that one, then maybe it was um, 76 maybe or 97 when they made the switch to where you actually could hear Buck talking. Yes. Because the earlier versions, there was no talking of the dog. Oh, it was someone oh, basically oh, narrating. Right. And then it was this transition to, it's actually the dog's thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's oh, kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. But that's cool. It helped move the storyline along. Yeah, it did. But was Buck talking in the 2020 version? No. I don't think he was talking in that version. I feel like there was, it was a little bit of narration. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was narration. But Harrison Ford was talking to the dog. Yes. Right? And... The CGE was making it seem like the dog understood yeah, what he was saying. Okay, sorry. Okay, so I enjoyed the 76 version, and it really was the only one of the older adaptations that I watched. What did you guys think about the 93 and the 97 version? Um, well, I, watched, I didn't watch it. She didn't watch Ricky Schroeder. I think I may have been the only... I watched it. ...fooled up. Oh. Watched Ricky Schroeder. Ricky Schroeder. Mm-hmm. Not what worth watching. That one? Not worth watching. Okay. <laughs> so, 97... Rutger Hauer. Yeah. Ricky Schroeder is what? what? Who was he? Was he the head of the class guy? He was in... Uh, oh, Silver Spoon. Silver Spoons. And he's grown up playing John Thornton? He wasn't grown up. He wasn't like an old man at all. So oh, as a kid or teenager. 
Yeah, he was a young adult. Oh, okay. So yeah. that doesn't even sound like that followed the book. No. No. It sounds like I wasn't even supposed to read it, so. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't supposed to watch it, no. so. Oh, well, you yeah. know, gold star for you, Rand. Thank you. Yeah. Thank gold you. Gold star, you know, for really going that extra mile. Um, the 97, I thought, was pretty good. I think that followed the book a little more, especially toward the ending when, um, in the book, it said that Buck went... Um, out to the wild, right. but he came back mm-hmm. and to see John Thornton already dead. So that was that followed along with mm-hmm. the book for me. Mm-hmm. So that was I like that part. And then they just you know when they came to this newer version, they completely flipped that. Completely. There was no more. Were there even Indians in that in this version? No, not in twenty twenty. No. Yeah, in I didn't think so. Ninety seven. Yes. Yeah, ninety seven yeah. definitely had the Indians. Well, I mean, the nineteen seventy six version where the dog is like eating them up at the end. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a bit much. So I don't yeah. think they wanted to do that in this century. I would hope not. Because yeah. um, I was like, what's it's, going it, on? It's interesting to watch. You can tell through the um, changes of times how they're very um, careful about how they show like animal abuse. Yes. Because in those are in that 35 version, he was hitting the crap out of the dog in the mm-hmm. box. Oh, yeah. Like it was no faking it. They was hitting really? that box and that box was breaking up and the dog was screaming and hollering. Now, whether or not the dog actually got hurt, I don't know, right. but it's very clear that there the dog was scared. It was not. It wasn't a dog actor. Oh, yeah, and in the seventy six version, in the beginning of it, it said no animals were harmed in mm-hmm. this movie, mm-hmm. but you probably didn't see that in the older version. Oh no, no, no! The older yeah. version was pretty harsh. Wow. That's probably when they changed like the laws the law, to make sure yeah. that you stated, you know, that there was actually no dog abuse or mm-hmm. animal abuse. It's <laughs> pretty cool. So of those older versions that we discussed, what what would you say was your favorites? Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Stayed more true. I think ninety seven was good, but I actually liked thirty five as far as staying with the book. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I mean, with it, was exa- it was more exact. It was black. It was black and white. Yes. But it was um, exactly like the book was written. Everything and was exactly was how I pictured dog. it, and it was oh, a real yeah. dog. Yes. So you guys didn't care for the seventy six version? No, I did, but I'm just thinking of the. Was okay. I'm just thinking of the versions, the adaptation. I mean, the adaptation. That one was probably the best. Now, the way they changed the dogs' appearances throughout the times was also a little weird. I thought they stayed for the most part. Well, I didn't see thirty five to see what that dog looked like, but all of them looked like Saint Bernard mix. No, the German Shepherd. German Shepherd. And seventy two. Seventy two was a German Shepherd. Thirty five was a German Shepherd. Yeah. And the newest one was like a mixture. The newest one wasn't a real animal. Well, I yes, it was I not. clearly know that. <laughs> well, he was started as a real animal. Yeah, I no, think. It's, no, it was CGI from the whole time. <laughs> but I didn't even like that version of the dog. You know, it got so. Now that we're at the 2020 version, the dog like there were some scenes where he looked like a normal dog, and then some scenes where he just looked so huge and so much larger than life that it just didn't even seem like it could possibly be a real dog. But if they used a Saint Bernard looking dog, that's how they looked. So that one would have been over the top. but, But the dog they used, it wasn't realistic. Yeah, at all. Not a little bit. They needed CGI, to get a. They needed to get a sacred arm. Down a little bit with the CGI. It's yeah, killing me. That was killing me. Yeah, it was horribly done. But I liked so in the 2020 version, I actually liked how they used the black wolf to show him Love his that. courage. I did. Yeah. Like so that. I love the symbolism of that. Um, what was what were you saying? It was. It was like a black wolf or something. I don't know. But what yes. did you what did you depict it as? What like his courage? Uh, so I, I thought it as like. He was the call of the wild yeah. that was bringing him to be more wild. I thought See, I looked at it as his inner 
Yeah, but that's what I thought it was. Like his courage is yeah. strength because every time that wolf came up, is when he was doing right. something like that. He but there was innate but sense of what how his problem solved. Yeah, because it also directed him. So your courage didn't that's necessarily. True. That's why I was thinking it was. This is the wild beast telling you your your instinct should tell you to go right to go left. Your instinct should tell you that you know things are about to crash down on you. So you need to go here. Like that's I guess how I was thinking that's more I took when it he was fighting the um the other leader of the sled. Mm-hmm. He appeared and that's when he just he kind of got up off the ground and started fighting him so I thought it was like his courage but yeah I could see the whole his inner beast Mm -hmm. it was his inner instincts telling him coming out saying hey you're an animal kill him kill him go for the juggler they changed the entire ending they left out the two gentlemen Pete and Hans that was supposed to be John Thornton's you know friends that was traveling with him at Mm -hmm. some point in the book it just changed too much and the CGI just put put it over the edge I didn't. I didn't mind the, the the subtle changes because I felt like it brought it into the twenty first twenty first century. Um, I absolutely loved um, the whole. What was his name? Omar Sai or whatever. He was the male guy. Yes. I mean oh, that just brought so much yeah. character to the to what I considered to him be kind and of his a dry girlfriend movie. or wife mm-hmm. or whatever. I did like that aspect of it. It definitely brought some diversity to the movie because sometimes it's hard to do with the older books. But you know. Like the one thing that I loved in the book, and I don't know why I loved it, but it was the whole um, part where Buck needed to like pull this sled and John's in his ear saying, you can do it for me, God. When he made that bet, I was mad that they took that out the 2020 version, but it was in the 1976 version, but I think it was in all the other versions, but this one maybe. Mm -hmm. But I like that scene because it was sort of like, to me, it showed that connection in the book. Anyway, the connection that they made, like, I want to do this for my master. Mm -hmm. And um, it just showed the connection between the dog and John. It was a cute scene. But they didn't have it in the 2020 version. But I'm glad that they left out the Native American piece. I think that, Yeah, making it look like all they do is kill her and they don't care anything about people. Savages. Like, they're savages when they're not. Um, So, yeah, I'm glad they took that out. They took a lot of the beating out. Um, of the dogs that was actually in the book as well. So, and I know they had to do that. Yeah, before. it was pr- quickly broken. Yeah. Yeah. And also the starvation. Oh, yes. Yeah. From, like when they were mail carrying back and forth, they took a lot of that, like that abuse from being starved, being overworked. I thought they kind of took a little bit of that out. So it was more like they were being overworked, but like not half as gruesome as the book, nor the pre- uh, previous movies. Yeah. And that's and because the- they changed all the character of what is it? Per out? Per out? Yeah. It well, should have yeah. changed his character because he was more caring. Yeah, he, he loved the dogs. dogs. Yeah, they definitely made him more compassionate for the dogs. In 76 and 97, I swear, they they beat Buck to no end. I mean, like, they kept having the... They beat him all the time in the older movies. Yeah, they beat him all the time. And then the scene where um, they felt the, the wife, Kara, French house fell into the water. Francois. Francois fell into the water. Um, and then he basically saved her. Yeah. yeah. I loved I that loved scene. that scene. I yes. mean, I actually loved it. I mean, my heart was Which like something. different, but. Because I, I was like, it. you have got to save Buck. Like, what is wrong with you? You've got to save Buck. And then when that oar came over. I swear. Like, he was like, oh, okay, I can use that. He thought about Pause and look over. I was like, oh, like, it's Buck. What are we doing now? Right. <laughs> exactly. Who do I have to save? <laughs> that was Cute. That really was cute. I like the character, the guy that wanted the gold that was just so ignorant. Yeah, the time. Uh, I actually like that. Ca- yeah, it brought some like villainness yeah. yes, yeah. to the movie. And I don't know what you guys think about Harrison Ford. 
I feel like you can't go wrong with him. You really can't. First of all, I was like, I really don't want to see Harrison Ford shirtless in the water. Oh, God. And then after, I was like, go ahead, boy. Look at all that work you've been putting forth. Right? So I was a little impressed by that. But I like Harrison Ford's... Um, acting he was still that kind of grumpy lost guy even though he was like recovering from injuries in the past movies and this one was more of like an internal struggle with his family and his Mm -hmm. son Mm -hmm. so he still was broken quote unquote but not broken in the same way so it kind of gave a different aspect of that character but i really liked harrison ford's version of um john John. think i was gonna bring for it but yeah of john yeah, I did too. Yeah, I agree. And I, 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 honestly, I love the ending. I like this ending so much better. It was so much more humane. Yeah, because it ended with, oh, and you're going to go through the woods and you'll see this combination of these dogs that are smarter. And and it wasn't like they kept coming back to the spot to look for people to kill. And mm-hmm. Yeah, and, so, and he just kind of died there. Yeah. In his arm. Yes. After but it wasn't of natural causes. He did get shot. Say, after he was shot. Yeah, but he died with him comfortably. Just, mm-hmm. I'm going to lay right here and take a rest. Yeah, because I didn't know what he was doing at first when he was going under him. I was like, where are you taking him to, Buck? <laughs> he started laying out there. No, he just took the 72 version where the guy was under the glass, or not the glass, uh, the ice. And he was kind of just like looking at him <laughs> like, oh, I want to save you, but I can't. Me sit down. Oh, wolves and left. I was like, wait, (laughs) wait a minute, squirrel, squirrel. Exactly. We're all like sad because this guy's dying under the ice, and then it's like squirrel gone. And I'm like, wait, credits? What? (laughs) But this version of him kind of dying and comforting him as he was dying, I like that ending a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Because I was a little distraught about like, did you just lose like all empathy in like a second? You just ran away. But it made him seem more like. Call a while. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is really what I was made for to be out in these woods. So I didn't watch it, but how did Charles and Heston do? Uh, That's the 1972 version. I would imagine that he was good. Yeah, he was good. That was on the glass up or the. Keep playing glass. Ice. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, when I see Charles and Heston, I just think of So Let It Be Written, (laughs) So Let It Be Done, The Ten Commandments. Because I'm obsessed with the Ten Commandments movie. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, that's all I see when I see him. You're a weirdo. Am I? I'm a classic. <laughs> Thank you. Who's I obsessed don't with the know Ten about eclectic because yeah. I very, very different music. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, as do I, but I don't randomly on my Tuesday afternoon watch the Ten Commandments. But okay, sure. Great. No, you're just special. I see. She's just okay. special. All right, so y'all ready to rate? Wait, this? did we talk about the cast? All of the cast? No. Just, we we talked really, about them. We talked about Harrison Ford. Omar did an outstanding job. Outstanding. What about Kara? Oh yeah. I liked her. I like her sassy kind of like. Mm, good luck with them yeah. dogs because you're I not gonna get her. your way. I like her I like the sass. Private conversation she had with Buck. When that was nice too. Her life. Like, like he really believes in you, and now I do too. I'm like oh. There you go. Really, you and them dogs. I love my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you and the I conversation with the dogs, the man. CGI Buck. Did you like the CGI? No, CGI was horrible. It was horrible. The the CGI was good only with like the special effects of like the landscaping. So the um avalanche yeah that yeah. cgi aspect and, that's and they're going through like the tube or tunnel yeah, or tunnel. cave whatever it yeah, was like cave. yes that yeah. part i liked yeah. that was an awesome but like you really couldn't have like rescued a dog and trained them 
to make this movie that would give a dog a home, but also would give us a real dog in this movie. I wouldn't have minded, I wouldn't have minded not having a real dog. It's just, it was, it was too over the top. And I don't know if it, if whoever did it, you know, they need to Pixar or something. It just wasn't yeah, a good yeah, rendition yeah, of a dog. Right, because it's it was like a cheap version. It did CGI that you would not, you couldn't even tell. This is so super obvious. This, it was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of scary. I kept focusing on that. I didn't like that. Are we ready to rate this movie? All the above. Yes. We're rating our voting. <laughs> rate vote. <laughs> this is Raya. I am going to give the 2020 version of The Call of the Wild a full blast for me because I absolutely loved it. I love, I know it was changes made to it, but I feel like they needed to be made. This is Lynn and I give it a full glass. I love the changes that were made because it went from like, like I said earlier, a dark kind of sad book to making it into a happier Buck was actually loved mm -hmm. book. So I give it a full class. I, this is Treva and I'm giving it a long day um, because they made a significant amount of changes, but I actually hated the book with a passion. The movie did bring the book to life, but I'm not happy with the complete adaptation. So, so this is Champagne and I also give it a long day. I despise this book. <laughs> I'm with you later. The movie, I like, I love the movie with the exception of the CGI. The CGI is what brought it down for me. On the animal. On the animal. Mm -hmm. So, long day for me. All right, so not quite a full bottle. No, sorry. But, but you will enjoy the movie if you go see it. So I encourage you to go see the movie. And we actually finished our bottle. <laughs> we finished our bottle of One Hope Rosé wine. I got a sip left in mine. Michael, for how much longer? Right. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> and that wraps up that bottle. <laughs> All right, so check us out. You can find us on Rewatch Wine on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, you can send us an email, rewatchwine at gmail.com. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Recommendations. Just want to say hi. Interact on Instagram. Or mention some wineries that we can come visit you guys at. I mean, um, we like wine. Yes. And people. And if you don't have the platforms that we on, you can also check us out on YouTube. Woo! All right, well. All right, bye. Bye. bye, -bye. <laughs> we dropped a little glitter glue, glitter gloopy. We know that's from. Glitter with folk. Yeah.